Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And today we are talking about Love is Blind, season six, episodes one through six. Oof, this was a doozy. (laughs) A real doozy. Well, luckily this this show is addictive and they just go from one episode into the next. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like a slog, but... Yeah, there are certainly moments right right before they are going to reveal. I I have to admit that I did fast forward a little bit like I don't need you to tell me how you're feeling over and over and over and over again. You know, I got it. You got it. Got your story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, overview, what did you think of this season in comparison to other seasons, especially after last last season, which was such a disaster? Last season was I I think it's going to be a great season. And unfortunately, it's because of these shitty men. Oh, God, um, the men are the worst. God, they really are. I mean, a couple of them are okay so far, you know. A couple are problematic right out the gate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and some of them look like they could be problematic. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just kept thinking, God, these poor young women, you know, yes. it's like, like there's these beautiful accomplished women and they have to go through this bullshit just to get some mediocre guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was in the middle of episode two when I went over and hugged my husband. (laughs) I said, I love you. (laughs) These guys are the worst. They are the absolute worst. And I, and I'm, I try to cut them some slack because they're young, but they're not that young. They're all like 30 ish, except for, well, there's some 27-year-olds. Yeah, there's there's a, a lot of 27 well, and 30. Kenneth, he's only 25. Yes, yes. Well, and but Matthew overall. is 36. So he should definitely know better. I mean, of anyone. Wait, which Matthew? The one that... Uh, the creepy one. The creepy the one. one that, yeah. The AD one. Was there another Matt? I don't know. I, oh. I, for a minute, I couldn't... <laughs> I can't... The names, I, I just... 
the names haunt me. It's like, who? What? (laughs) Who's Matthew? (laughs) Yes. So there were a lot of triangles and what's uh, squares. squares. I don't know how to (laughs) describe the four with the people on the end. Um, There was a lot of, there was a few of those. And then there were a few that were straightforward. So Today, we're going to go through, because it's a lot of episodes, um, we're just going to go through each of the couples and their stories and their triangles and, um, you know, our, how we, what we think is going to happen in the future. So where yeah, do you want to so, start? Do you want to well, start with the easy ones or the hard ones? <laughs> well, let's start to get the easy ones out of the way. But yeah, let's just warn people that if you don't know who the couples are, if you've only watched a couple of episodes, we're going to spoil everything. Yeah. So if you, if you have not watched all six Pause the show, go watch the rest and come yeah. back. Okay, so who do you think here is the easiest? I couple? think the ones that the ones that are most solid, the one that is the most solid is Johnny and Amy. Yeah. Um, and they get engaged first. And usually that's what we see this pattern of of two people where there's no triangle. They're like they're each their person, they connect, there's very few problems, and they get engaged pretty quickly in the process. Yeah. I don't know if it's so quick in terms of um, you know, in that week or however long they're dating each yeah, other. Yeah, we have no but... idea how many days they're there or when these proposals are taking place. So it's kind of a mystery. But yeah, um, Amy, she, yeah. I, I don't know, understand what her job is. She's like an e-commerce consultant or something. Yeah, like a lot of these jobs were very much like, what is that? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And he is a, um, again, I think something in finance or you know, he's got a respectable job. Um, Where are th- are they in South Carolina, North Carolina? North Carolina, Charlotte. They're North- so they're in Charlotte. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay, that's what I thought. But a lot of times one person was like, well, I'm from LA and I'm from New Jersey and I'm here. And I'm like, wait, huh? And well, I was I like, oh, originally? Originally, originally from, from there. From there. Okay. But we don't know. Remember last or a couple seasons ago, they recruited, uh, that was the one that was in Seattle, I think. And they yeah. recruited some people from Portland, but I would, well, yeah. Cause like Johnny, I remember he said he's from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never been out of the country. Amy yeah. actually was born in Puerto Rico, which is part of the United States, but you know, she's a little more worldly and she had to come here to the United States and as a young child and, you know, try to fit in all yeah. of that. Well, it seems very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her story is all about her younger brother and having this younger brother who's autistic and will need will have special needs and basically saying to Johnny, like, listen, at some point in my life, I may have to take over the care of my Mm -hmm. my brother and I need to be with someone who's going to be okay with that. And he said, yeah. So there's really been no no issues between the two of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, you know, yeah, they just kind of talked about their childhoods and. You know, they just really clicked. I, I can't think of anything really negative to say. And then yeah. when they meet in person, they're they're all over each other. They're all over making each other. out. They were making out with tongue kissing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they liked each other. I was like, they're going to do it right here on this floor. <laughs> right on that bench where yeah. they, all <laughs> they all sit down. Just <laughs> probably clean off the bench between. Yeah, I hope now. they disinfect that bench between. Uh, I don't know. There's like a lot of heavy petting going on on the bench. This of any of the seasons, I have to say, this one I felt like was the most like everybody was really attracted to everybody else, even though they're dysfunctional. They were yeah. all attracted to each other. We did not see anything of what happened. Was it la- last year? Was last well, year? No, Re- no, last year wasn't even Irina and that whole thing. That was two seasons ago. Uh, yeah, that was a while ago. Oh, oh but we, there is a 
I don't think we'll get to these two. I don't think Jimmy's attracted to Chelsea at all. Oh, well, I yeah. And I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I think I know then, why. Last, last uh, year, what it was the guy, JP. Yes. Said he wasn't attracted to this beautiful woman because she wore too much makeup. Yeah. Though once they got to their, to Mexico, she wasn't wearing makeup at all for right. a while. Like she just had heavy makeup on. For that. And, yeah, and I'm sorry, you're they on camera. You're on camera. Yeah. I've had my makeup done for being on camera. And it's like, yeah, it's it's a lot heavier than what I wear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and fake eyelashes and all that. But it's, yeah, it looks better on camera. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, but they seem to be really liking each other. And that's it. I mean, yeah. he was really like, whoa, she's gorgeous. I mean, yeah. I, and she did say that she normally wouldn't have approached him, which I, I yeah. can believe because she I think she that, usually yeah. likes Latin men. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, she would never approach him, but it, once she knew his personality or whatever, she truly didn't care what he looked like. Yeah. And he's, he's, it's not like he's unattractive. No, he's cute. Yeah. He's just more of a different type, you yeah. know, with the longer hair and yeah. Light, light so. uh, hair, light skin, light eyes, all that. Yeah. So they, they, you know, they seem to be okay. We'll see. Hopefully, we God, never we'll know. See. Oh God! <laughs> and then the next couple after that that I think would be Brittany and Kenneth. Yeah, which and those two seem like they're forty-five. They do. They, they're very serious. Yes, very, especially Kenneth. And and they okay, are the so, sorry. And they are the youngest ones. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's twenty-four and he's twenty-five. I'm like, my God, you two are old. Yeah. Well, they're both very. Um, you know, into their faith, they're Christians mm-hmm. and they talk a lot about that and they bond about that. And, um, Kenneth also, he's a, <clears throat> excuse me, like you said, he's only 25, but he's a middle school principal. Yeah. That, which that's, is, that's impressive. It is because, you know, to become a principal, I don't know. I don't know what about the state of North Carolina, but in California, cause I've had clients go through it in California, you know, you have to, you don't necessarily have to have taught but you have to have the the i believe the master's master's degree degree, and then you also have to go throughout here you have to go through like a year at a client do this like a year year and a half of training and then do you know what i mean it's like it's it's a little bit more complicated so it's almost kind of like he went right from college to the master's degree to into this Mm -hmm. training and this might be his first job yeah he probably bizarre yeah he probably graduated high school early or something he must have gotten a um uh, early start. Well, he did say that, I mean, that his mother died when he was 12, mm-hmm. and that he basically had to organize the funeral, wrote and gave the eulogy. And he said he, he grew up like that fast, you know, like mm-hmm. right away when that happened. So yeah, I think he's kind of been on his own taking care of himself. It was since he was 12. It sounded like, yes. Um, I didn't hear anything about a father or anything. I'm well, sure sh- that'll come up more down the road. And her story, right? She said that her dad died when she was five and he was a an alcoholic mm-hmm. and basically his liver went out. And her whole thing, and she her mom was a twin and her twin daughter, so her mom's twin died. And then Brittany was born one year later as a miracle. And apparently she looks just like her aunt. So mm-hmm. the mom always says, I never had to live without my sister, my twin, because I have you. So um, that's a lot to put on. a kid. <laughs> yes, it is a lot to put on a kid. So 
it makes sense why the both of them are so mature that they've both gone through a lot very early on. And, and she, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's, um, she wants to be very submissive to her man. She really Mm -hmm. wants him. Like they want a very, they both seem to want a very traditional marriage. Yeah. They, so they they don't, they're not going to have sex before. Yes. 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 Again, Unlike we'll some see. of the other couples. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I wonder if I, I, I guess I don't know. They're probably not going to get into it. But yeah, we, we we have a lot of hope for those two. But then we see the scenes for yeah. upcoming episodes and you're like, ooh. Yeah. Um, it always falls apart when they get, you know, when they leave their vacation and they have to go move in together, mm-hmm. you know. It's rarely smooth sailing. But I thought it was a very interesting conversation that he had with AD, who we'll get into, um, in Dominican Republic when the two of them were talking about, like, have you ever dated someone outside of your race? You know, mm-hmm. what is is Brittany, you know, is Brittany up for all of this? You right. know, is what's this is going to be challenging. And um, I just thought it was a very interesting conversation the two of them were having about, like, you know, this is going to be different. Yeah. And he's concerned too. He's also kind of like, I'm going to go back to people who know me and respect me and tell me I fell in love with someone and, <laughs> you know, that I never saw before and married them. And, you know, he's worried about how people less, I think about the race piece and more about how quickly this is all happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he asked her, uh, you know, when they were still in the pods, he, um, I forget how he put it, but he basically asked her, like, you know, do you know I'm black? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I think I, I could tell. And, you know, he confirms that to her. Yeah. And then he um, asked her, well, what would your family think about that? Would they have a problem with it? And she very quickly says, oh, they would have no problem at all. And I thought to myself, mm, I mean, this is kind of the South. I don't mm-hmm. I know it's North Carolina, but I don't know if it's considered South adjacent anyway. Um, and you know, the, there are still a lot of race issues, oh, yeah, <laughs> unresolved race issues in our country. So I, I, I don't know how it, smooth that's going to go, but mm-hmm. we'll find out. Well, it, he's definitely thinking about it a lot more than she's thinking yeah. about it because he's had to think about it a hell of right. a lot more His than she's life. had to think right. about it for sure. I thought it was funny too, that he assumed that she was blonde and then, mm-hmm. you know, she looks so different from what he expected. Um, well, and also, when she's with him, she's much more animated and she kind of seems kind of dingy. <laughs> I don't know, like, because when she's in the pods and she's talking to the other women, she's not as animated. I think mm. she sort of puts on, to me, I always, I seem like she was really laying it on with him, but I don't yeah. know. Maybe it was just excitement. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, and I always say this when we cover this show, I think there's such tremendous amount of pressure to find someone, yeah. to pick someone and to, and to, and to make this entire process for yourself worthwhile, mm-hmm. you know, even if you necessarily don't want to be quote unquote famous, but it, you know, and, and use this platform. I think that people feel like if I'm going to go through all this, hey, I want the free trip to the DR. I want, you know, I want all of this, whatever I'm going to get from this. And so I I do wonder if she also is maybe just saying the things that she thinks, 
you know, she needs to say, or maybe he's doing it too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it, yes, there are some, we see some, we haven't seen any red flags. He, she talks about how attentive he is like mm-hmm. to the other women when they get to the DR. So yeah, he's very, re- very respectful. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, unlike some of the other men, more. All right. Issues. <laughs> yes. So those, those are the two that are most together. <laughs> as couples so then we have do you want to hit the um ad clay laura jeremy well let's get laura and jeremy out of the way okay um because jeremy who spells his name j-e-r-a-m-y that is so irritating um i know that's not probably his fault is his parents yeah it's it's his parents but um i was a little nervous about laura and i was not surprised to see cracks um Mm. in the dr what was your what was your take well yeah individually they both seem great and then you know when they're very happy with these when they see each other face to face they're they seem to, to like each other, be attracted to each other. But, you know, their personalities, I think, are going to clash. Yeah. Um, so, like, she, she, has, she, she's bossy. Like, she, yes, him. literally, it's not even a joke because he has all these Hawaiian shirts. And she's like, you need to stop wearing those shirts. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I love my Hawaiian shirts. And she's like, no, I'm serious. And, and she, I guess he has a bunch of motorcycles and she told him, well, you can keep one motorcycle, but you can't have all these motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And it's like they've known each other two days and she's already like telling him what to do. Like she's his mother. Yeah. Well, no, that was day one in the DR. She was already criticizing the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. And and so that's the thing is Laura kind of concerned me because I think that she comes across as a very strong person and a very. um forceful person and and she says literally a lot Mm -hmm. and literally all the time um and she also was has a very i don't know how to explain it she has a very bold presence and it's not a bad thing it's just this feeling of you get the sense with her that she thinks she's right about everything yeah do you know what i mean there's not a lot of like well you know hey that's their life or hey that's fine or i think I think she wants to come across as low maintenance, but she's really high maintenance. Yeah. Whatever that, whatever that means. And I know we shouldn't be saying that about women, about maintenance or high maintenance or whatever, but she's just not a very, um, um, I don't know what the word is. It's not real warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And I, we didn't learn anything about her. Like I'm looking through my notes and I'm like, I don't know anything about this person. I don't know what you do. She said something at one point about like, I have employees and I don't want to, and I'm like, so what, what I, you know, maybe, maybe I miss what her job is when I was going through all these people. Like, I don't even think in the beginning I wrote her name down because she didn't seem to be part of it. She seemed more active in the women's quarters. She just seemed like the alpha of the women's quarters. And there's something about that that I think is very interesting. Yeah. And he is more laid back and kind of, he's very much like, you know, he, he, he's always kind of telling dad jokes. Yeah. He's very goofy. He's goofy. Um, and they, they both, they both like to kind of poke at each other, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It's going to get old after a while. Yeah. Especially when, um, you know, (laughs) she starts laying down the law about, you know, getting rid of this and that and doing this and that. 
I, I, they're, I think they're going to crash and burn. Like right now they seem to really be into each other, but I don't know. Ooh, but at the end of that last episode that they, they, things were not good. And then we see the, we see some things happening in the future. And that's what that whole, that whole, so there, there so we should back up and say yeah. that there was a triangle. Yeah. So Jeremy had Laura and he had Sarah Ann. And he was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between the two of them. Sarah Ann is, he described her as a little bit edgier. And we can see Laura Ann, I mean, Sarah Ann, Laura Ann, combine their names. So Sarah Ann is 29. I didn't get what her job is, but she's interesting because there he, he starts to ask her questions. Like, how many followers do you have? And, yeah, I think she's like an influencer. She, yeah. Admittedly, you know, uh, she's not shy about it. And then he asks her, do you have an OnlyFans account? And she says, yes. And then she's joking. I was like, oh, phew, thank God. But, um, y- you know, she's she mentions that she has Botox. She mentions mm-hmm. this. Filler. I think my face is drooping, the filler. So I think that's maybe what triggered him to ask. Like, let me ask you some questions about this. What's going on? But I thought that if I saw someone like Jeremy, I... I'm really surprised these were the two women he was going back and forth with, mm, which yeah. really seemed odd to me um, because we hear a lot about him and his life and he's a construction worker and he, and his, his father, father died, died when he was 19 yeah. and that was really difficult. And, you know, one of the, the, the one, the one motorcycle Laura will let him keep <laughs> is the one his father gave him, you know? Mm. Um, but he, but he talks a lot about, you know, his past and, and all of that. And I think that he is like these other men that we're meeting, just kind of wanting, you know, wanting kind of a, someone to really empathize with him as much as he pokes, he wants to be Mm -hmm. the poker. He wants to poke and he wants someone who's going to kind of laugh and be a little bit more like, Oh, you're so silly and appreciate that about him. Yes. One thing that I think all of these men on this season have in common, except for maybe one, they all, need a lot of um validation. Yes. Oh god. From women. They're all seeking validation. And I think he is seeking it not so much in a toxic way like some of the others, but in a way that yeah, he's been hurt. Like, you know, he he tells Sarah Ann that he w- would really love to take her to Florida to see her to see his uh, father's gravesite. Mhm. That's kind of, you know, that's very telling you know that's like that's at the forefront of his mind and i don't know what happened after his father passed away but obviously i mean he just to me he kind of seems like just like a wounded child who just needs love yeah or maybe that he's sort of stuck at 19 when his father died that he just hasn't moved forward because I can see how really, you know, he want he likes to go and read a book by his father's grave and spend a lot of time there. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm okay. I mean, that's that's fine. One thing that I thought was really interesting about Sarah Ann is he starts asking her questions. I want and I do wonder if this is maybe an issue. Cause he asks her about not necessarily politics, but she she oh, does man. say, I am conservative. What does she say? Um, she says um, she's more conservative in that she's a patriot. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. Well, read between the lines. Yeah. So, um, 
but they start talking about abortion and it's just like yeah oh, they were like yeah and but and she seems to it, I don't know. I thought that was interesting because these conversations in Love is Blind never get this way. No. They never get this far. We never learn that much. Or at least they know they never them. show it. Oh, that's true. They never show it. And I was thought that was interesting. It's like, why are you showing us this between them? And I don't know if it was to show how, I don't know, Sarah Ann has a lot of fillers. So her reactions seem a little deadened. Mm-hmm. But she was, I think, genuinely shocked when he picked Laura over her because he was telling her, and a lot of these men are doing this. They are telling both the, the men who are in these triangles are telling both women. Yeah. We found really, out. really personal things, either the same thing yeah. or very personal things. So yeah, if you go to some, if, if you've got, if you're dating someone and they're telling you things like about their father and I want to take you to my father's grave and I want to do this with you and I want to do that with you then yeah, of course they're shocked when they pick the other person. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, yeah, because if you're going to open up to people, you're, you're going to, you are going to end up telling the same story because you're telling your story, you're opening mm-hmm. up to people. And then, yeah. And then the women, if, when they start comparing notes, you know, they get upset about that. And, you know, I, but I think some of it is, well, of course he's going to tell you about this or that because that's his life. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I know. Yeah. If someone's but, opening up to you like that, yeah. you think, oh, they must really trust me and like me. And then they dump you. And it's kind of like, oh, OK. Well, and I think that obviously, you right, his father dying at 19 is his life. I want to take you to my father's grave is the thing that is mm-hmm. egregious, yeah. right, is the part that it's a little bit, you know, it's one thing to tell your story and it's another thing to t- say this. I want to do this with you and I want to do that with you. Right. And Talking about the future. Yeah. And I don't know. I think this is maybe a difference between men and women. I think women really do take those things very, very seriously as if yeah. that means that you're closer to me. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could ever, if I was in my twenties, I don't think I could ever do this ever. This love is blind. Like having to have these conversations and then, if you're sad having to deal with everyone's sad looks at you, or if you're happy having to either contain the happiness or feel really awkward about it, the whole thing is so weird. Yeah. And then, and then it's broadcast to millions of people. Yes. Yeah. It really, yeah. That's the other thing is the type of person that would sign up for this is a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah, Sarah Ann did say she would do this again. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. So I do. I wonder if because at one point Jeremy said Laura is my number one. But I do wonder if maybe Sarah Ann didn't have as many followers and maybe didn't mention the Botox and didn't mention some of these other things. I wonder if Jeremy picked Laura because it seemed like the safer bet. Hmm. And if and because Jeremy did say, oh, I I wouldn't want to go through this again. This is really hard and I don't want to. You, you know, again, that pressure yeah. of like, I'm not going to do this again. So let me pick someone yeah. of these two people. And I think that's the problem when you get into the situation where you have this certain number of people to choose from, you then are interested in two people. And what happens is people sit there and they compare the two people constantly back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Is Sarah Ann better than Laura? Laura better than Sarah Ann? And the thing is, is that And I have clients who get into this all the time. And I'm always saying, like, you've got to get rid of the other person. Like, get Sarah Ann out of your mind and really focus on, is is it Laura? You know, like, 
because that's what happens. You can't compare these two people. Mm -hmm. It might be neither of them, which is what happens in the end many times. But that's the thing. When they start to compare, then maybe you're picking one person that maybe is a little more compatible, but maybe is not never like neither of them are truly compatible. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We'll say I have a feeling Sarah Ann is coming back. Oh, no, we see that because in the previews, I think Jeremy, we think Jeremy might have stepped out on Laura. Yeah. Did you see that? Somebody, we don't know who, um, had sex with one of the um, (laughs) other contestants that, you know, when they bring those people back. Mm -hmm. So we don't know who it is. But I thought I thought it was Laura that was yelling. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know, they do it where the voice is kind of ambiguous and mm. the, the camera might be on somebody else, not necessarily the person who's saying that. So, oh, OK, it, it I got to go back and watch that that <laughs> that re coming up again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was. Whew. All right. So then let's go to our two most problematic couples that yes. are really, really one couple, I think, already knows the problematic. Another couple doesn't realize it yet. Hmm. Um, which is which? Well, I think A.D. and Clay think that they're great and this is a disaster. Do you want to start with them? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have to say A.D. is my favorite person on the show. Yes. I like her the most. And she's yes. just, I don't know. She's just fun, funny, beautiful. She's obviously done a lot of work on herself. Mm-hmm. Well, she's also 32. Again, yeah. I like to say, I say this older. every year that we cover this, but there's some, I mean, there's certain thing about maturity that yeah. it helps tremendously, you know? Yeah. So she's a real Except estate in Matthew's broker. case. Yeah. yeah. She's a real estate broker. She's um, a cheerleader for the Patriots. She's a former Patriots okay. cheerleader. Um, you know, she's just, she's just like a strong, you know, self-reliant woman. I, t- yeah. I just really like her. And, but she has daddy issues oh yes <laughs> and then and she, she likes she, she's a fixer she, she likes is a fix, fixer what does she call a fix a hoe or yeah. yeah but beyond that it's it's she really likes wounded men yeah she really likes wounded men and we see that very clearly with matthew <laughs> so do you want to describe matthew because at first i was like is is he on the spectrum are well, we missing something? What's happening we'll see, okay, with him? B- b- before we get to him, okay. to, to explain why she was even talking to him. Um, so she hooks up in the pods with Clay, mm-hmm. who also has daddy issues. Yes. What, what did he say? <laughs> Clay was a lot for me. So I think sometimes when he talked, I tuned him out. But yeah. what, what are his daddy issues? His Okay, so he... Um, let's see if I wrote this down. Basically, he, his dad was a player... Oh, and he kind yeah. of modeled himself after that. That's right. He had like a lot of, he said he had a lot of swag or something like that. And, um, and Clay is, Clay is a very good looking guy, really mm-hmm. tall, handsome, 30. I think he's in sales, some kind of tech sales, whatever that means. Um, and you can tell he's the life of the party. He's like, yeah. you know, person that everyone flocks to. Yeah. He's um, very charismatic, mm-hmm. but she can, tell that like this is the kind of guy that she's been dating her whole life Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want that you know she specifically says i don't want you know i mean as much as clay feels familiar to her um she's like i don't want that and so we'll get back to clay but so 
after he tells her some things where she's just kind of going, oh, God, this I don't know about this. She um, starts talking to this guy, Matthew, mm-hmm. who I kind of think that he was putting on an act. Yeah. I think his entire persona was an act. So so they 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 introduce him. You see him going on several dates in the pods and he's extremely awkward. Um, he's got like a list of questions that uh, he's like, pick a number and I'll ask you that number on my list, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he asked the question, they answer. And one woman said, well, how would you answer that question? And he's like, oh, I thought I was just going to be asking questions, not answering questions. Mm-hmm. And they show him a couple of times just walking out of the pod in the middle yeah. of the day. And it could be editing. I don't know what it is, but they clearly set him up to be kind of like this weirdo. Yeah. And, um, but also you see him in the men's quarters and someone will say to him, Oh, Hey, Matthew, I'm making a sandwich. Would you like a sandwich? And he's like, Nope. And walks away. Like never a thank you, never acknowledgement. That's what all the men are saying about him in in the quarters that he's kind of rude and standoffish and won't talk to anybody. So that's why I'm like, is, is this an act? Cause you have to, could he put that act together for 24 hours a day? I think so. I mean, maybe he's trying, you know, he he's also hyper aware that he's on a television show and everybody's going to be watching this because at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, so after he he and A.D. kind of connect and she is attracted to him because he's kind of the anti clay. Otherwise, I don't think she really would have liked him. But I'm, but also, I think that she also. And what we saw was that he went on all these disastrous dates and that she was sort of the first person that really slowed down with him. Mm-hmm. All the other women were like, what the, uh? and, and it was, it was over and they all hated him, but she was the one that was kind of like digging a little bit. And I think she was the one that was like slow with him and kind to him, mm-hmm. almost like bringing him, like bringing him bringing out of his, his shell. Yeah. yeah. Of his shell a little bit. And I think that she I think he liked that because he felt like, oh, I'm being seen and I'm being heard for what, or it, whether or not this is, I don't know if it's an act, then maybe that's not really how he feels. But I think on her end, I think she's thinking to herself, she's feeling like, and I know this as a therapist, that there's that feeling of, oh, I'm breaking through with someone, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm connecting to them. And there's a lot of ego attached to that. A lot of like, I can do this and other people can't. And I can mm-hmm. imagine if you're, you know, dating all these people, she did something with Matthew that no one else could. Yeah. And she's obviously very good at validating men. Yes. You, you can tell yes. that but that's been her pattern, like to her detriment, where she just spends all of her time validating these men and they don't return it. And, yes. you know, mm-hmm. and they treat her shitty. So, so yeah, she really was like listening to him and he was, and then they got, you know, like, it, they got real serious real fast. Like, yeah. Talking about, oh, he was saying, I just want to leave here with you right now. And some of the stuff he was saying, I I, I just, just kind of like, oh, this seems fake. And then yeah. at the very end when, um, well, she ends it with him because she finds out from another girl, Amber, in, <clears throat> Amber that who's also uh, talking to him that, he is telling both of them the exact same thing down to the, oh, I want to leave here with you today. Mm-hmm. Talking, you know, these romantic proclamations. Um, and th- they both figure it out and they're both just like, 
I'm out of here. Like Amber leaves. She just goes home. Mm-hmm. And then AD talks to Matthew again, like one more time. And, and he's, he says, yeah, Amber left or something. He knew that she had left. And, and AD basically told him, you know, this isn't, you know, this is yeah. done. This is over. And then he says, well, um, millions of people are going to see this. And, you know, he's something about how I'm like the underdog and people really oh, yeah. like an underdog. It was like he, he had mapped out in his head how, what his character was going to be, mm-hmm. how people were going to react to him, how he was going to come off on television. It just seems so fake to me. Yeah. And well, well there's so many weird parts of this. One is why wouldn't the producer show us his conversations with Amber? Yeah. We never saw, we didn't see a lot of Amber and I mean, I barely dating at all. We didn't see them talking in the pods at all. So why didn't we see? Because I would think that they would do a thing where they like rewind and go back in time. Yeah. And I thought they would show us all of the conversations he was having with Amber. So why didn't we see those conversations? I do believe Amber because Amber's reactions were very real. She like came into the pod, didn't hear anything that AD had said and and was repeating everything verbatim. Mm -hmm. So it was very obvious. The other thing that was odd was don't you? AD's reaction to him when he was telling her all this stuff, she was like, oh, wow, really? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Like, her reaction to him was so strange. It was, I I think in the back of her mind, she kind of knew, like, something's off about this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I just, the way in which she was reacting to him, but she did say that. And this is what she said to Matthew. She said, you took everything that I said that I wanted that was important to me, and you basically spun it. And mm-hmm. set it back and, 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 you know, told me exactly what you wanted to hear. So yeah. I don't know what Matthew, Ma- I don't know if Matthew came into this thinking like, oh, I'll be an awkward guy and then someone will bring me out of my shell and then I'll be the underdog and then everyone will love me. But why do that with two different women? You know, this is going to come out. Like these men are really dumb. Like yeah. you, you've got to, everything that you say is going to come out in some way, shape or form. I'm sorry. Yeah, Especially when like, it comes to a group of women in a yeah, they thing talk. together. Yeah. They talk for the, the most men part. talk, but women yeah. really talk. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, there's some women who can, you know, um, refrain from that. But for the most part, they talk. Yeah. <laughs> and they tell each other these things. But I don't know. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. But I just, it just didn't, it seem real. I think he got, he slipped through the cracks. Yeah. And, but I'm pretty sure he's going to come back in some form, in some way. Oh gosh. I just have a feeling, but. Well, do you think he got, went and found Amber somewhere? <laughs> Poor Amber. I don't know. Maybe they hook up. I mean, I'm sure he's going to come back to, you know, if they're, if they're going to yeah, do it the same way this year, like they have been doing it. Uh-huh. You know, they have some sort of barbecue or something where they bring back the, you know, the people that were part of these uh, triangle experiments, everything, the experiments. Yes. And they just see what happens, you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all like throwing animals in a cage. Let's see what happens. Yeah. When you, you see what someone looks like and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, so um, but anyway, so Matthew then disappears and then he's gone. He's just yeah. gone. Off, he, I guess, out. And he, then Amber's gone. She's gone. Yeah. 
Yeah. But editing on this, you know, yeah. you never know what you're watching or what's happening or what day it is or what stage this is in. It it, it really, that's why the first couple episodes of watching this show is so difficult. You're just yeah. kind of like, what is, what? What is happening? You don't know who to focus on. No. Um. So then let's talk a little bit more about Clay because yeah. Clay, oof, Clay. So Clay, one thing that really upsets AD pretty early on, you know, she's still sort of talking to Matthew at this time Mm -hmm. is he said, I don't think I can marry anyone without knowing what they look like. Mm -hmm. And AD was very taken aback about that because she was like, but this is the whole, like I wrote down, why are you on the show? Clay? Like what, what are you doing? If you need to know what they look like, that's fine. That's fine. Clay. That is not a bad thing, but why do you do this show? (laughs) That's the plan. So She's very taken aback about this and she's, you, you know, because she's a very beautiful woman. And I think that that's been one of the things is she really wants to meet someone who's going to like her for her and not the way in which she looks. So she is upset and kind of mm-hmm. repulsed by him and kind of like, you know, checks out. And that's when she and Matthew were deep in yeah. there in the height of their relationship. Yeah, she she was like, Again, yeah, she's okay. Here's someone who's like the anti clay. Let me talk to him for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, let me see if there's something there. And then, and then after, uh, you know, um, Matthew gets exposed and gets kicked to the curb, or, or no, maybe it was before then. Well, no. So he. So what happens is is that she confronts. So she learns that Matthew's saying the same things to everybody. Mm-hmm. Then she confronts Matthew. And then they have that conversation where he says, well, fine, I'm just going to go get Amber and leaves. Mm-hmm. And then her next date is with Clay and Clay apologizes. Clay comes yeah. back and he apologizes and he says, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That's you're right. This is why we're here. All this kind of stuff. And then AD in that same conversation tells him about the, the fact that she was ta- she's talking to someone else and who's mm-hmm. the someone else and she says Matthew and he the minute he hears that she's talking to someone else again mm-hmm. Clay this is what everyone's doing right the minute she has someone else he starts like circling he's circling yeah, like 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 a yeah. tiger yeah. like an animal just like ready to pounce you're just like what is happening and it he's was also instantaneous insult- too yeah and he's also insulted that not only is she talking to someone else but it's matthew yeah who, and the, who who he can't believe that he's in competition with this guy because he's so you know in his mind yeah so, so much better yeah. yeah how could you ever even want matthew he's so weird he's so this he's so that and he's just he's livid it's yeah it's just like okay he's, he's really upset and and angry you know and he's almost yelling at her and yes if, if, if this had not been being filmed he would have been full on yelling at her and and luckily he couldn't get to her yeah yeah i would be worried for her safety he was so amped up mm-hmm. it was not good and then the next time, so then again, we, we see the cycle, the cycle is starting to happen. We're seeing it already, yeah. which is again, Clay goes back and goes back to the men's quarters somehow, I don't know, gets himself together. And then they have another date. And then again, Clay apologizes to AD for his behavior. And then all of a sudden it was like a flip of the switch. It was like, now they're in love. Yeah. And they just then from then on, AD is a smart woman, but I was just like, 
you're not talking about anything. It's just all these like affirmations and right. we're this and we're, we're the that. Great, you know, black love, you know, we're the best. Like, and yeah, I'm going to treat you like a queen that you deserve yeah. and I'm going to be the king and you're going to do this and I'm going to do that. But there was no discussion of, and again, or they didn't show it to us. There's no discussion of, hey, Clay, you know, what's going on with you here? Well, or, also, yeah, something real about their lives. Like, okay, if we do get married, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to live our lives? Like, what are your values? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they could have talked about all that stuff. They did not highlight any of it. And the way, because the way Amber, Amber AD so quickly, very quickly just fell back in line with this relationship where a couple of days ago, you're telling us you do not want this kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what a relationship with Clay is going to be like. It's going to be like every other one of your relationships. And you're saying you want something different. He, he must have said more than that. Yeah. To get her to- well, I think what it was, was she came in thinking, this is what I want. You know, I'm, I'm going to do that. Then she sort of you know, sees that maybe I'm going to get this in Matthew, then Matthew turns out to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. And I think in a, in her mind, I think it was almost kind of like, well, maybe I'm not, maybe I don't, it's almost like she's like, maybe I can't trust myself. Maybe I need to yeah. go back because I'm really attracted to Clay and I like him. So maybe yeah. I'm missing something here because I think she doesn't trust that she knows what's best for her. And she does. You know, if she really trusted that, she would realize like, okay, neither of these guys are right. I got to get or out of here. Maybe she said, well, look, I, I tried going out on a limb and look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know. So why go so out on limbs? Why go out on a limb? I know what I'm getting with Clay. She can probably mm-hmm. tell he's hot. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm sure he's told her. <laughs> <laughs> How hot he is. I'm sure he has told her all the stats. Mm-hmm. So she probably knows what she's getting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, but the, the, he just talks to her in like these positive affirmations, yeah. but it's very, very, um, it's very, very clear, very early on that Clay needs a tremendous amount of validation and that Clay really likes being a baby. <laughs> he does. He wants to be babied. He, he wants, wants to be babied. And they talk about that, that, that he like, he wants to put his head in her lap and she baby him. Yes. That's what right. he wants. And he says it many times. He wants to be babied. Yeah. And oh my Lord. And he baby. literally does when they first, when they meet for the first time face to face, of course, you know, they're both stunning. Yeah. Looking people. Although Amber can, she could probably dial the eyelashes down. Amber few. or AD? AD, sorry. I don't like it. Well, her name is Amber. Oh, it is? It's Amber Desiree, but she goes oh, by AD. Okay. But anyway, the eyelashes are a bit much for me sometimes. But otherwise, you know, she's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. They see each other. They're all over each other. He's very happy with what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, because she's beautiful. Know. Yeah. And then she she actually shows off her body, kind of twirls around like, hey, do you like what you see? The exact same thing she said she didn't want, mm-hmm. you know, didn't yeah. want the focus to be on. So she's just falling right in line with um, yeah, with Clay. And they sit down on that bench, you know, <laughs> and again, there's a lot of touching. <laughs> hands. His hands are everywhere. And his hands are like just going all over the oh, place. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's calling her baby. And um, and then he literally puts his head in her yeah. bosom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Trust and, me, he would start suckling if he could. If he thought it was socially acceptable, he would be. 
because he, I mean, hello, mm-hmm. beep, like red, <laughs> f- beep, 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 red flag alert. Yeah, what the what? I, oh I'm curious. God. I can't wait to meet Clay's parents. I oh, yes. I want to meet his mother. I so yeah. want to meet his mother and yes. his father. Oh, and my his gosh. father. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, we didn't well, hear anything about his mother, but there's got to be some mommy issues. Too. <laughs> oh, if, yes. If he's he, he wants to be a baby. Yes. But but he tells her so many times too, in the pods and out of the pods, like, I'm going to I need you to validate me. I'm going to need validation, 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 yeah. validation. And then we already see when they're in the DR, we already see things. I mean, obviously, in the beginning, it's all great because he's just like, oh, she looks so good. And no, you know, he can't see her in a bathing suit. Yeah, he can barely handle it. But they get into this whole question or this whole conversation about like, if she she said something about, you know, yeah, I don't like to eat, you know, have a lot of sugar. I don't want to have calories that aren't gonna, you know, work for me kind of thing. And he says, um, he's like, oh, I've never counted calories. And everyone's gone, fuck you, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear it. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't have time for you. But also, she says, well, he basically says to her, if she ever gets fat, he's going to tell her. Like, yeah. hey, and he's going to tell her by saying, gonna hey, it's going to, it's time for you to go to the gym. Yeah, and he's going to get her a trainer. He's going to, or he'll train her. I don't know. He, yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and she's sort of quite, she's trying to say to him, well, you know, at some point I'm going to have a baby mm. and I'm going to be big and it's going to happen. He's like, yeah. And right after you have that baby, you're going to get into that gym and you're going to work that way. I mean, he was very clear. Like he is not going to put up with you. Not looking as good as you do right, right now. now. Yeah. Yes. No, I've, I've been there. I've been there. My ex, uh, you know, is a former bodybuilder. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when I met him, I was like the thinnest, smallest I've been in my life. And even then there was pressure to like, you know, what? Yeah, it's that's soul crushing. That, yeah. That's going to be fun for her. Well, and also, I'm sorry, but you're she's going to get older. She's going to, you know, mm-hmm. we're both in our 50s. Like, it's hard, you know, to lose weight and perimenopausal and all this kind of stuff. But I, you know, oh, God, I just... I don't get and, it. And, and but she he, wants him to go, but she, this is the thing that he does that keeps her on the hook, which is she wants him to go to therapy. He's like, yeah, I want to go to couples counseling with you. I want to figure this stuff out. I want, I want to be a better man. I want to do all these things. And, and I think, unfortunately, if they do get married, he is going to cheat on her so quickly. Yeah. Uh, if, if he doesn't cheat on her before the wedding. And cause I think he just, he just needs, he needs a tremendous, he, he needs the validation. He cannot, yes. you know, and you are not going to be able to, have validation. I was just thinking to myself, if these two make it down the aisle and they have a child, the minute she puts her child, which she's going to have to do ahead of him, it's going to be, you know, yeah. he's, he's going to lose his goddamn mind. Yeah, it's going to be too much he, for him. He, 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 he's no longer the baby anymore. Yeah. Because there's another baby there. <laughs> there's a new baby. Um, and, uh, so the, but I think that that's what hooks her in. Like, yes, I'm going to go to therapy with you. Yes, I want to be a better man. Yes, oh, I all the promises. Uh, yeah. yeah, but but she and I think she likes that. She likes she likes to fix people. She likes yeah. messes. She likes this stuff. She thinks he's putting in effort, and I think she even uses those words that mm-hmm. he's putting in the effort. Well, no, he's just saying a bunch of he's prom he yeah. a bunch of not even promises. Just he's just saying things. Yeah, platitudes. Yeah. Oh, that's all he talks in. 
It's yeah. all it's all he talks in. But also, he doesn't seem to know anything about marriage to the point of like men wear rings. He's not. <laughs> hell no, is he going to wear a ring? He's not going to wear a ring. That's gonna, that's that's going to get in his way of <laughs> of yes. meeting other women to validate him. That's going to interfere with his game. No. Yeah. But he he didn't seem to know anything. It was like, so if you know nothing about marriage, why are you coming out oh, anyway? Yeah, I, think, I, think on, Clay, I think I think I think on the show. How did he I, get I do on not the show? Know. I do not know. I don't know. I don't. They were like, we have to have at least one player. We just have to. Let's yeah, see. these other guys are just too nice. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not. They're they they're look not. they look they're like co- nice guys, they're but they're covertly yeah they're yeah. covertly you know kind of trying to look nice but yeah he i think he even says at one point when he was on his kind of apology tour after he blew up at her he said i didn't i'd never seen the show before i didn't know anything about the show and i'm just like well Mm. that i don't know if that's true but it kind of makes sense i mean they do do casting for this they go out they go on like dating apps Mm -hmm. they go on the on instagram they like they it's not just people coming to them. Yeah. They reach yeah. out to people. So I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they were, they needed, a, a, you know, someone who was a, outwardly just the biggest player you could find. Mm-hmm. And they found him. Yeah. Well, do you want to get into what happens at the party when they all see each other? Because it involves... Well, we have AD. one more couple. Yeah. So we'll cover this other couple because they're part of this. Too. Yeah. And then we'll talk about when they all uh, yes. get together. And so this last couple is Jimmy and Chelsea, but this was a very complicated triangle on top of this triangle. Is a square, this is a square, but it's like two, it's almost like a line. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Two Maybe intersecting lines. It's, it's yes. It's something. I, I was never very good at geography. <laughs> geometry. <laughs> geometry. <laughs> I don't even know how to, I, I can't even say the right word. Geometry. Yeah. I hated those rhombuses and I hated um, all that. I hated geometry. Postulus of whatever. I don't know. And have you ever had to take a protractor out in your oh, adult yes. life? <laughs> oh, in my like, adult life? You? No. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I learned how to use a protractor. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And if you're under... 40 maybe you don't even know what that is you don't know what the hell we're talking we're that old psych legal pop we'll be right back after these messages there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right. So do you want to tell us tell us about this little this little square or whatever this thing is? <laughs> this um yeah. Geometry problem. Okay. So Let's start with, okay, there's this guy, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) And my question, I wrote this down at one point. 
why does everyone think Jimmy's so hot? I don't know. I think I don't just, get it. At if all. you close your eyes and you just listen to his voice, he kind of has that Matthew McConaughey kind of, you know, all right, all right, all right. You know, he, yeah, he, is that it? Yeah, he's kind of he sounds like a good time, you know, and he talks about like, you know, yeah, having a cold one and this and that. I, I I think, yeah, if you close your eyes and you don't know anything <laughs> more about him and you don't know what he's doing behind the scenes, I could you, I could see concocting a fantasy about him because mm-hmm. he yeah. just gives off that like, I'm a good time. I'm a good time. I'm laid back. I'm easy going. Oh, yeah. And he also tells people whatever they want to hear. And he agrees with everything, whether he actually agrees or not. And it mm-hmm. really gets him in trouble. So, yeah, a lot of people like him and especially so there's this girl, Jessica, who looks like a Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She's very pretty. She's 28. She had a baby when she was 18. Now, she doesn't want to lead with that, which I understand. Yeah, she wants, you know, because she doesn't want guys to not give her a chance, you mm-hmm. know, just based on that alone. I kind of think maybe that was a mistake. Well, yes and no. I I don't i think that none of these i just i just think she was with the wrong group like i just don't think any of these men could have handled this hmm. well i'm sure there was some you know that could have that she just wasn't have. attracted to them yeah I, I don't know yeah i guess that's true there's probably a few other characters that maybe could have handled it i get why she didn't want to lead with that but i think that she she um probably could split the difference maybe Maybe she waited a little too long. A little too but, long, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so she keeps this from him and they really fall for each other and she's just head over heels. Oh, yeah. And um, that's weird. Yeah, that, that's, that is weird. We don't even see her talking to anybody else. Yes. Like she, she's like, this is my man. And, you know, in in some ways she's very mature because she's had she has to be mm-hmm. and she has this real sad backstory where oh, yeah. her parents were drug addicts and they went to prison and she was in foster care and then her dad got out of prison and she lived with him but then she he died and she had to go back to foster care and then she got pregnant and well he died he committed suicide yeah yeah i don't know what happened to the mom and, and she the way she refers to it she says that after her after her mom so her after her mom at age four, she goes into foster care when the mm-hmm. mom kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. Then two years later, she's with her dad. She said, I was with my dad for a year and a half. They were dark times, but I'm fine. Yeah. That's yeah. how she phrased it. So, right. yeah, that's a yeah, so bit of a red she, flag. Luckily, yeah. she ended up with this foster family who adopted her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, at 16, 17, whatever. So then that way, when she had she got pregnant, she could keep the baby. Otherwise, mm-hmm. that that baby probably would have gone to foster care because she would have been in foster care. Yes. And, and it's, it's very sad. It's um, very sad. I mean, she's had a very, very hard life. And she says something that's very interesting. She says, if I present myself well, they will never know the chaos inside of me. So oh, I think that 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 Jessica, who's very pretty and very put together. I don't think I, could, I don't think I was ever this put together when my kid was young. <laughs> I'm not no. even that put together now. Well, like she, the, yeah, the fake she lashes, the hair. She does. The She's outfits. a very pretty girl. The outfits yeah. that all of that. She looks beautiful. We never and, see her without makeup. Yes. Yes. Or with her hair done. We never see her, you know. Yeah. She's so on the one hand. Yeah. She comes off as very strong because she's had she has to to contain all this trauma. But and be a single mother. 
Yes. And all that response. That, I mean, that's a crushing responsibility, especially yes. at age 18. I cannot even fathom mm-hmm. being a single and, and oh, I mean, the she, dad's around, though. She did say that things didn't work out with the dad. They were high school sweethearts. Yeah. And that he is around co-parent. and that he, they co-parent. So she she has him. But yeah, she's had a, a, a really, really challenging, horrible life. And then all of this responsibility on her. And then what's happened now is it's she is she's she's very mature in some ways. And then she's so immature in other ways yeah. because it's childlike. The, the How she perceives true love right. and what love is and what marriage is, is so, so childlike. This idea of I, you know, I want to find my man and my man's going to be this. And when I find my man and, and it's a lot of like, but I know he's mine. And mm-hmm. she just decided very early on this person like great. The, uh, he checked a few boxes for me. So I'm going to put all my time and attention into him mm-hmm. and he's going to be my man thinking. And I think she thinks that once she falls in love and meets somebody, life will be great. Yeah. And She'll it's like Jessica. Care of and, yeah, yeah. she And you will be taken care of in some ways, but Jessica, you're, if you're out there listening, this is not, it's, it's not going to solve all your problems. It's not going to take all the pain away from your childhood. You have to work on dealing with that and figuring that out. It's not going to change those things, but I think she thinks it will. Yeah. And I don't know why she chose to do, come on this this show again. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't know why she can't find someone in real life, but she's, yeah, she's very pretty. And, but I do, I do think I'm sure it is challenging because she's 28 years old. And I think the guys that she probably meets that are around her age yeah. are like, like want to be free and don't, are very immature. Yeah. And truly she needs somebody. She needs a man who's like in his early to mid thirties, who's very, you know, who's a kind of a different person, but she she has decided somewhere in her life that if I get married and, and again, if I get married, the world will see that I am loved and accepted and wanted. Yeah. So this what you know, so if I have this perfect home with the perfect husband and the perfect everything, then that will make me feel good about myself. And then I will be loved and then I will be yeah. secure. And Jessica, it's not going to happen like that. I, I, I promise you, I promise you it won't. Yeah. And I also focus on she- you. She, you know, she always includes her daughter in these, you know, the things that she says, as she should. But also I get this feeling that maybe she feels guilty. She's trying to find uh, the perfect guy, you know, for her, too. Mm -hmm. Like she feels guilty that there's not this, that her daughter doesn't live in a two-parent home. You know, the the daughter's all tied up in all of this. It's very, it's actually, this is very complicated. It's very complicated. And it should, should not be being worked out on Love is Blind. <laughs> no. And and it shouldn't and Jimmy should not be a part and of it. And Jimmy should not be a part of it <laughs> at all. Okay. So in the okay, so then That's those two. That's those two. Yeah. Now Jimmy is also talking to a woman named Chelsea. Oh, and Chelsea, I could tell very early on Chelsea was a piece of work. Chelsea came off as the quote unquote cool girl yeah, with the sleeve of tacks. Yeah. I, I was she, like, oh no, I can, I, I can see the cracks. Ba- I thought she was in the beginning. I thought she was the most normal one, but then I realized it was because she wasn't really saying much. She was hmm. just kind of like, as soon as we started hearing more from her, you know, uh, it was like, oh God. So, so Jimmy is also talking to Chelsea. Um, and, oh, so just to back up a little bit, Jessica finally tells, um, 
Jimmy that she has a 10 year old daughter and you can just see what this guy's not good at um, like controlling his facial reactions. Mm hmm. And you could tell immediately, even though the words are coming out of his mouth, that it's like, oh, that's great. That's wonderful. No, that's not a problem at all. You know, but the look on his face tells something very different. And um, and he even says, out, you know, outside of the pods that basically he he doesn't want someone with baggage. Mm -hmm. So then he when he's talking to Chelsea um, he also she reveals that she had been married before and he learns this, sorry, all in the same day. Yeah. So you have to give him a little bit like the second time around, just like, holy crap, what's happening? Right. So I, I give him that much. Right. So um, Chelsea was married when she was 18. She was married for five years. And, you know, now she's like 32 or something. But he's he's upset about that, too. You know, he, mm -hmm. he considers that to be baggage, too. And so Jimmy also has this image in his mind of the perfect wife and the perfect mm -hmm. woman. And he wants with no baggage. No yes. baggage allowed. Yes. Yes. Um, I think he's very superficial. The ironic part is, is that uh, Jessica meets his physical expectations. I'm sure he would. Have yes. Thrilled. Well, Yes. Cause so so something happens here with this where he he learns all this stuff from both of them. He kind of recovers. He doesn't handle it very well, but he recovers for both and he comes back mm -hmm. around and he apologize, you know, he apologizes to Jessica and says, Okay, let's keep going. And um, but that's a really critical moment. And he also goes back to Chelsea and explains to her, I also learned something else that day that's very difficult. And then they have this conversation, which I feel like I, you can tell me I'm wrong. I feel like Chelsea did this on purpose, which is, I don't know how much they're told or not told ahead of time, how much they can reveal about how they look. Mm -hmm. And so what he, what she tells him is, oh, well, I get compared. She, I think she asked the question, well, no, do you I ever get, or did he, he ask said, the question? He asked, do you ever, do people ever say, because he's trying to elicit information. Yeah. Do people ever say you look like a certain celebrity? Mm -hmm. And she says, well, she says, oh, God. and she's kind of vague about it at first, but she knows exactly what she, I feel like she knows exactly what she's doing. She's like, oh, well, you know, that girlfriend of um, Machine Gun Kelly, MKG. And he's like, Megan Fox. She's like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, not really, not really. Ha, 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 ha. That's just because I have dark, we both have dark hair and light eyes. Yeah, it's but not really like that. Because she's a flight attendant and she sees a lot of people and people always say that, that that's the one thing she gets. They say, you look like Megan Fox. Yeah. And of course, he immediately has a boner. You should yeah. see oh, his yeah. face. The look on his face is he's just like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. And I think that hooked him yes in. he's like i really do i want to be with megan fox or do i want to be with someone who has a 10 year old kid <laughs> <laughs> no it's true because all of this happened very quickly very and i quickly. think i think jessica was his number one and then he hears about the daughter i think he that tripped him up mm -hmm. and then he hears about chelsea and that tripped him up and he comes back around and then he sees that and then chelsea drops his bomb and i think that's what got stuck in his head megan fox megan fox megan yeah. fox megan fox megan fox and freedom because the two of them start talking about traveling yeah i bet you she works for american airlines because i recently flew flew american airlines and their their hub is charlotte mm. i believe yeah because i had to fly in and out of charlotte many times so yeah um I think that I think that he 
that got stuck in his head and he could not let that go. And the freedom to travel. He wants yeah. to travel. He wants to do things. Yeah. And he knows that with a 10-year-old, he can't do that. Also, I think it didn't... Is he the one who said that he he was raised in a lot of poverty and he's the first person in his family on either side of his family to go to college. I think that's him. Is that him? Yeah. Oh, I thought, okay, it could be. Yeah. I don't know. He had a whole story too about his oldest sister being adopted. Um, Yeah. But I also think he, I know he said he was the first person in his whole entire family to go to college. Mm -hmm. And I I get the feeling that he grew up in poverty. He said, Mm -hmm. he said, I I mean, I guess I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Anyway. So, yeah. So he, he, he has, yeah, you're right. Like he's, he went to college. He has a good job. He can, has the money to travel. Mm -hmm. He's young he doesn't want to start having kids right now. And yeah, yeah. He, he, and the thing is, is that, um, the, anyway, we can keep going, but okay. the, the, this, this was the moment in time where he really effed up and, yeah. and this, and this was it, but, it, but, but it, he didn't necessarily F up because he didn't, he really didn't want Jessica. He did no matter what she looked like and no matter what Chelsea looked like, he did not want to basically be an instant father. Yeah, but the problem was that, and I, I listen, it's possible that he did not know, right? Like, it's possible that he, how do I say it? It's possible that he didn't recognize this about himself, but I feel like he knew this inside, that he did not want this. He did not want to be a father and that he did not want, he wanted freedom, and the minute he knew that, that's when he should have said something to Jessica. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. Yeah. I think he kept going. And that was the problem. Like he should have said to her, listen, I have some strong reservations about this. This is my fear. This is what I want. Let's talk through it. But he never said anything he, to her because, about that. Yeah, because that is, he, I don't think is mature enough for that. And he also didn't want to look like an asshole. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to look cold. Like, yeah. oh, just because you have a, yeah. No, he was... Jimmy's not, you know, congratulations for graduating college, but he's not that smart, like just about life. Yeah. So anyway, Chelsea is also talking to this guy, Trevor. And I like Trevor. 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 Oh, no. Like at first you look at him and you think he's like this meathead because he's huge. He's got these, he's this big, tall, he looks like he's, you know, six foot five and he's like all muscle and he has a mullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's super cute like and he's just nice and sweet doesn't seem to uh have you know <laughs> glaring issues like yeah other people and he likes chelsea instantly he likes her mm-hmm. and it was funny too because her her his dog was named chelsea her mm-hmm. dog's named trevor they seem to get along and have a lot of connection and he basically lays it out very early like he really likes her. She's mm-hmm. and she's his number one, and he wants her, and like he's just all in from from moment one. Yeah, he's all in. Yeah, and so then, so he's kind of out on the periphery, mm-hmm. just waiting because you know he uh, he's not talking to anybody else. He's just waiting to see what comes up with the stuff with Chelsea, and he also seems like he's friends with Jimmy. Yeah. In the men's quarters. And I think that they are um, talking to each other. They know like they're both, yeah. they both really like Chelsea and they just seem to be very dignified about it. So he's just kind of sitting back waiting. 
Yeah. Now, in the meantime, Jimmy could just continues to fuck with Chelsea and Jessica's minds. Mm-hmm. He, he tells, he, he did he tell Jessica he loved her? I know he told Chelsea. No, he, he told did. Chelsea that. So he hadn't. So finally, Jessica makes this big proclamation and like gives him this note of this letter that she oh, was going to write to her. For, that was a lot. And I was just like, Jessica, this is inappropriate. Yeah. So and I think that overwhelmed him. And I think that um, so she proclaims all this stuff and she tells him she loves him. And, and she's just waiting for him. Yeah. She's just waiting for him to propose. Yes. Yeah. And, and he, I think that freaked him out. too. Yeah. Well, that letter, it was a it was a letter that she wrote in the past at some point to her future husband. Yes. And it's like two pages front and back handwritten. And she get, she gives it to the producer to give to him. She, mm-hmm. And she asks him to read it out loud. Yeah. Ugh. And it's so awkward. And he can't, he gets through about like a half a page and then he's just becomes overwhelmed. Yeah. And I don't blame him. Like he's yeah. had, you know, it was, he just couldn't do it. And yeah, then I started thinking, oh, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. And then, then, then he, but see, he's so reactionary. Then he just runs over to Chelsea and tells her, I love you. Yeah. She just can't believe it. I don't think, I'm not sure if anyone's ever said that to her before. And she, she even told the, and she's been married. Yeah. (laughs) She came, she came, she was speechless. She's like on the floor sobbing after he tells her. And then she goes back to the woman's quarters and she, she's telling everybody and she can't believe it. She's like, usually men are so mean to me. And, you know, (laughs) I'm used to men just being mean to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God. Like she just keeps getting cringier and cringier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Every yes. scene. That she's so in. let me ask you this. Okay. So she does not announce this, but she goes back into the quarters and she whispers and says this to a few of the women's that are women that are her, her friends. Mm-hmm. That basically this is what he said. Laura of Laura and Jeremy goes over to Jessica and says, listen, you should just go. You need to go. Just leave. And Jessica's saying, what happened? What happened? What happened? She's just like, you know, just you should go. Do you think that was, do you think Laura did the right thing or you think Laura was in the right no. or in the wrong? I think she was in the wrong. It's, th- it's not her place to be interfering with what's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. because, you know, Jimmy is so fickle. He, he could have proposed to Jessica the next day, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. So what? He told Chelsea he loved her. You see, you see these people, sometimes they tell multiple people they love them, you know, it's like, or the, the bachelor, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. She should not have interfered. She may have changed the course of what of all of their lives, yes, of everyone's <laughs> lives, of what was supposed to happen. No, and that's why I don't. I don't know that uh, too many relationships get messed with because of what goes on with people talking to each other and telling each other what to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, remember the last season where um, Lydia? You know, oh yeah, well, that whole thing is a, dated, was a mess. <laughs> Uche, but she didn't tell the girl who's confiding in her. And all. Um, actually, Lydia did the right thing and didn't say anything. But then when it came out, then she said too much. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I thought that was interesting. I was like, huh. And that's when I, in my back of my mind, I started thinking about Laura a little differently. I'm like, oh, you're, whoa, all these balloons are coming up. <laughs> it's weird uh, reactions. But um Laura, Laura is, that's what I, in the back of my mind, I thought Laura was a little, 
was like, oh, she's a little interesting. Like yeah. that she felt, bold. you, you've known these people less than a week. Yeah. Like you, you're bold enough. Like this is not your best friend from childhood. That's a little different, but like you, you're all in this together. There's some unspoken rules and whoa, you're just, you're just controlling things. Yeah. But I anyway. know. I know. Yeah. So that then spurs Jessica on. So Jessica gets wind that something's going on. And so then Jessica has her next date, her final date with Jimmy and essentially reads him for filth Mm -hmm. (laughs) and says to him, you know, um, that, um, that she is, you know, she's, she heard about this other thing and that she has, she basically, calls him on this and says that you knew that her child was an issue much earlier on and And you should have said said something something. that this you knew this this was a problem you knew this was an issue there was something or, or and 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 maybe it wasn't so much about the child but she she was like i've been over here pouring my heart out telling you over and over and over again that you're my person you're my person and there were many opportunities that you had to stop and say, well, hey, and, hold on, slow down. Yeah, and she said, didn't she say you ruined this um, yes. experience for me? But, but that's partially her fault because she decided she was just not going to see anyone else. She was yeah. not going to date anybody else, which was a mistake, you know, because you have to just sit back and say, well, I pick you and I'm just going to wait over here till you propose to me. Um, that's not guaranteed to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that she I mean, it was nice to see because Jimmy's so annoying. It was nice to see her read him for filth. I mean, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, tell him. But at the same time, there were I I, I think this is just showing you a bit of his mature his immaturity. Right. Was the fact that he he can't handle big things that he does run away. And then he like Clay has to think about it and come back and then Mm -hmm. apologize and then. And that, yes, in the he did kind of know that this wasn't going to work for him and that, yeah, he should have told her a lot earlier. Yeah. But it's a little bit of, is this, is this, this isn't Jimmy being diabolical, Jessica. This is Jimmy being an immature child. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry, but like, you cannot blame other people for your experiences. It's, it's a little bit of, you know, you, you have control over this. You, you decided to put all your eggs in this, in, one in the Jimmy basket. Yeah. And that's what big happened. Mistake. And I'm sorry, that was a big mistake. Yeah. And basically she tells him, she's like, and you're going to be so upset when you see me. Oh, and he and is. I, oh he yeah. Is be we know he's going to be upset when you see me and see how good I look and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. anyway. so anyway, that she gives him the kiss off. He then immediately goes and proposes to Chelsea because he's what else is he going to do? Yeah. Um. And so and and Trevor, this is poor too Trevor. Weird. So they both wanted to propose to her, and mm. I don't know how the producers decided to do this, but somehow they let Jimmy go first. Mm-hmm. And because Chelsea is also so uh, insecure, she's incredibly insecure. Oh, yeah. We, we see this in the, in the DR very yeah, quickly. It comes but, yeah. out quickly, but she's very, very, very insecure. So Jimmy gets to go first. And so she says yes, because she she doesn't know Trevor's going to mm-hmm. um, propose to her. And so I felt like she just said yes to the first person who asked, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Uh, she meets with Trevor and, you know, she has to break it to him that, you know, uh, Jimmy proposed and she accepted. 
and he's heartbroken. And, and at one point he says, well, what would have happened if I would have went first? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what her response was. I don't think she said anything. Yeah, I don't she, think she would know. Uh, she No, I think she's thinking in her head. I just said yes, because I had to have someone to say yes to, you know, uh-huh. she, she she was just kind of silent. She, uh, you know, because she realized that he kind of caught her. Yeah. And uh, that, that was it was weird. Sad. It, well, and and the thing is, is that I think. I think some of it was Jimmy asking her first. And y- did you notice like that the other women all dress up for these proposals and she yeah, was not dressed not up. Her. So she was yeah. not expecting it or it seemed a little off, but anywho, um, I also think that she said yes to Jimmy because I think in her mind, and this is just how we work as people that I think she automatically saw Jimmy as more desirable because he was desired by someone else as right. well. So Trevor's not as desirable because Trevor's been the steady guy. She says mm-hmm. she loves a mullet. He has a mullet. Like mm-hmm. y- you can see that there's a lot of like these kind of things that you're like, oh, you two really seem to have, you know, there's, there's a reason why the both of you are here. That's interesting. And, and she never really truly explores that, you mm-hmm. know, she never allows herself to really, cause I think that the feeling is, is that, oh, I need to be loved by this person who is so desired. So therefore yeah. I'm more desirable. And I just think the whole thing happened so quickly. Yeah. And she just really has, she's not grounded. And, and she was just kind of flailing out there. So anyway, they, and, and same with Jimmy, they, they, they both kind of had the same haphazard, you know, yeah. uh, reaction to everything, but you know, they wanted, they, they wanted to, to do this, you know, they, yes. want, so, so they see each other face to face for the first time and lo and behold, the doors open and it's not Megan Fox. <laughs> yes. Jimmy really thought Megan Fox was going to be yes. on the other side of that, 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 that wall. Yeah. He, he really did. The, uh, the Timu version of <laughs> Megan Fox. Now that's mean. I don't look. Chelsea is, she's, she's a, beautiful a beautiful girl, woman, but she's she not, like, she's not Megan Fox. She's also not like really super skinny and petite. She mm-hmm. is a normal weight. Yes. You know, yeah. She's, she's just fine. She's yes. like a normal average weight woman. But a lot of these women are, are like stick figures. And I think that that's like Jessica. And Jessica's that, teeny tiny. Yeah. Yes. Jessica is. Um, She does look like Megan Fox. Yeah. You know? She looks a lot more like if Megan she Fox had some and... more normal makeup on. She would look exactly like Megan Fox. She has the same hair. She's like tiny, petite little body. Anyway, that's what he wanted. And again, they go to hug and the camera like hones in on his face and his face is in shock. Mm-hmm. He has a look of shock on his, uh, so awkward. And that he, again, his facial expressions, he cannot control mm-hmm. and they're all over the place. And like, you know, Jimmy is not like some hot guy. Yeah, no, he's not. Which, which makes all of this kind of, you know, like, like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Well, but, but Chelsea's like, oh, you're so cute. You're so handsome. You're so this, you're so that. I'm like, okay, he's all right. He's cute, but he's not like, I don't even know if I would call him cute. I don't know. He's, he just, I think in some circles he's cute. Yeah. I think some people, I think that there's, he, for some people that he is cute, but, but he's, but again, on the bench, he starts to fuss, he starts to F up already because he tells her while they're on the bench that, um, that he was almost going to, um, uh, he does say something about like, 
she doesn't look like Megan Fox. I feel like that was yeah. in one of the things. And that he said that he almost went home that morning. Like, I almost, mm-hmm. it's been so hard. Because they both talk about how they both had to break up with this other person. And, oh, this has been so hard and we're here. And he's like, yeah, I know. I almost, like, left. And instantly, this is, you know, the instantly, 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 yeah. Chelsea, that boom. Yeah. That 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 sparks something in Chelsea. Well, and where, it, as it should. That That's an incredible thing to say. I almost went home this morning, but I didn't. So here I am, you know, and I just proposed to you that that's going to make you question everything. And from that point on, she did not feel safe. She did not feel safe. Her, all her insecurities, she kept asking him, well, do do you, do you love me? Are you Mm -hmm. sure? Um, do you like how I look? Are you sure? I mean, that, that was every conversation. Mm-hmm. From that well, one. And the other thing, yeah, it was. And then when they were in the DR, you know, they keep, they, they were featured the most when they got mm-hmm. to the DR was their dynamic and the stuff between the two of them. And she, um, they did talk about the Jessica situation and how it all ended up. And I think that all of that was very triggering for her, no matter what he said. I mean, there's a little bit of like, this is going to be upsetting for both of you. Like Trevor had, Mm -hmm. was interested in Chelsea, but she really is so anxious Mm -hmm. about, um, you know, everything that he's saying the entire time. And then the second night that they're there, they all, all, everyone meets up. And unlike past years, it's interesting because all of the, the people that were part of these triangles that weren't picked are gone. Mm -hmm. So for the first year, Everybody who's there, no one had a love triangle with another person. So there was mm-hmm. no like awkward moments. But I think that very quickly she got insecure because he went up to, he started talking to um, AD. Jimmy was. Jimmy was talking to AD and she made some sort of comment about AD's body. And I think, and Chelsea started it. I believe Chelsea said something about 80s body and then Jimmy agreed with her and then started talking to and AD. Then repeated, repeated it. He said he, he kind of, and AD is like a few feet away. Mm-hmm. And um, Jimmy says, Hey, uh, Chelsea just said, you know, your 80s totally stacked. Mm-hmm. So he repeated it. He made it an issue. He drew AD in. He's, you know, they're talking about her, her body, you know, Mm -hmm. her backside. And she didn't seem to, I think she's proud of her body. You know, I think she is too. And I too bothered by it. She wasn't, she's not insecure about her body because she's like, uh, you know, squats and Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? She's joking about it. But then Jimmy just makes a beeline over to AD. Yeah. And they're really, and that was like, talking a, to yeah, her. I was like, I didn't think you two had chemistry, but. Well, he's flirting. She's being polite. She, yeah. she doesn't like Jimmy, but he, I don't know if he's a little drunk, but he's literally flirting with her mm-hmm. right in front of Chelsea. And um, AD is just kind of being polite and she quickly tries to extricate herself mm-hmm. from the situation because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So he, he just acted like so inappropriately. Well, I, yeah, he acted inappropriately, but I also felt like, you know, she really has a choice in that moment. Do you know what I mean? You have a choice in that moment. And she, ch- and she just like, because she's so insecure, she can't muster anything inside of her to kind of be able to go, you know what? 
This is all new. Yeah. You know, we can talk about this later. Let's have fun. We're here. All of that. What she did was she pouted in the corner. Yeah. She went into a corner and pouted. And basically she was like, everybody, you know, because he didn't come and rescue her and go, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And do this whole thing with her. She was mad at him. Yeah. And she did that whole thing of like, read my mind. And, and Jimmy's not that smart. Like Jimmy's not yeah. that with it, that he's going to be able to recognize what he did in that moment. And I just feel like, okay, you're, you're, you're making this a lot worse, Chelsea. You really are. And then there's one point at which Jimmy comes over, I think, and he's trying to talk to both AD and Je- Chelsea and maybe one other person, maybe Brittany. And they talk about the comment and AD's trying to explain to him like, yeah, but it is disrespectful to Clay. You know, if Clay mm. is your friend, you know, and he said, well, I didn't mean anything by it. And she's like, yeah, okay, but you're being disrespectful. Like she kept trying to get him to see right, that right. like, maybe this isn't the best. Right. And, and, and that's that maturity and sense of self that AD has versus Chelsea mm-hmm. is this ability to go, hold on a second. So that's, I just felt like both, both of these two. And then it just yeah. keeps going into once they like go back into the room and they're brushing their teeth and someone's mad and she's so upset. And at the same time, she makes her point to him, but I don't think he even gets it. But no. at the same time, she keeps hammering it and hammering it and hammering. It's like, okay, Chelsea. Yeah. Well, yeah, she, she, she's a lot. She, she's just, she's so sensitive. She gets everything, basically everything that comes out of, of his mouth she's upset about she needs constant validation she's always saying do you love me do you love me are you sure i mean oh god i mean i wouldn't like that either you know i mean jimmy is being he's tolerating it but there's and then he's telling all the bros he's like oh yeah everything's great we're great you know Mm -hmm. we're i mean they don't have a chance in hell oh yeah they don't have a chance in hell and then there was another comment that was made about AD's body, about AD and bean dip. And I didn't quite get what that was. Oh, And that was Laura. So Laura said something, I think, in private to Jeremy, or she said it joking, and then Jeremy repeated it, and it became a whole huge thing. Well, yeah. I, I don't know what know. that meant about bean dip. Well, I didn't either until I listened to, I was listening to a, um, reality gaze. Oh, okay. And I haven't listened to them yet. I like Matt, to record first, have yeah. my own opinions first. <laughs> Matt was very um, familiar with it. Uh, oh, it's a Southern thing. I don't okay. know. Okay, What is that? So mean? bean dip is where you walk up to someone and it could be male or female. It doesn't matter. And you like flick the person's nipple. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? And it's called bean dip. And so I guess the women would do that to each other. In the women's quarters. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else. Is so going on weird. There. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, I think it's an inside <laughs> joke with the women. Yeah, I knew it was an inside joke, but I didn't think it was about flicking yeah. each other's no. nipples. That's the thing. And then Matt went on to describe <laughs> some other things. One of the things is called nachos, and that's like <laughs> giving someone a wedgie. What? And then there's. Uh, no, that's nachos. I think so. That's or queso. Weird. Queso. Queso. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is, 
I'm a California girl. I have never heard this, these things. I've never heard these. Oh things. my gosh. But why do you want to flick someone's nipples? I just, I and that's know. the one I think is very odd. So, okay. So, so now things are becoming clear. So they were joking about this. And then I think Jeremy repeated it. Right. He repeated, then, I think, so, so what Laura said to Jeremy, oh, go tell them this. You know, she's trying mm-hmm. to do something funny. I don't even know if Jeremy knows what it means. Yeah. I don't think he does. Yeah. And so then he goes over and he says that to AD. AD. I don't know. There's like a group of people. And then Chelsea got upset about that. And it was like, God, you're really pushing it here. Was she the one that was upset about that? But then Laura got in trouble because Jeremy got mad at Laura. Oh, for setting him up. For setting him up because he then looks bad. And I think that he felt like now I'm disrespecting Clay. Did he say it to? ad i thought he was saying it to all of them i don't no, know i was... think he was saying it to ad i think all the women are very okay. insecure about ad and so laura's trying to mess with ad um yeah i guess i don't know yeah see and that's why i think that laura is not uh you know i don't think she's these people she's friends. a shitster yeah she's a shitster and she likes to be the queen she likes yeah. to be that you tell this person you tell oh i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding mm-hmm. jeremy and we see very clearly very quickly that easygoing easygoing jeremy with an a is not so <laughs> easygoing that yeah. like he he has problems and so we're day two of this vacation we haven't even oh gotten back to charlotte and things are eroding i so, can't wait to watch i think that oh the God. next three episodes have already dropped no yeah. i thought it wasn't until next week Tess, this no. came out like a week ago it came out last it came out Friday. on wednesday it came out on wednesday the 14th oh, valentine's, valentine's day? day they're not going to oh. drop anything until next wednesday okay they can't do this to us. Oh, I thought so. they, they used to do it on Friday nights. That was a great way to start out, you know, the weekend. Yeah. The weekend. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to yeah. be a good season. So well, I'm, because- I'm on Netflix right now. I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Give us an update. When, so the next release, I believe the, the 21st? next, the 21st will be the next. So that's the problem for everyone who's listening to this. This will be the, you know, we're recording this ahead of time. So, this will be, um, but it's already come out. What we just yeah, it's already about come out. Already out. It's already it's a little. We're going to be a week ago. behind. Essentially, we we're going to be a no, week behind. No, we won't be. We'll be like a half a week behind. No, oh no, because then the episode. Comes, <laughs> never mind. Right, so <laughs> so listen to us try to figure out time. Time in podcasting is like it's very difficult. It's another dimension. Yes, yeah. yes. Trying but to like then, you know trying to watch all these shows and get them out right. and all and that kind of stuff, and then you're like, oh wait a second. You're yeah. talking like it's the past and it's really the future. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so really, really quick. Quick qu- predictions. Quick predictions. Jimmy, I mean, not Jimmy, sorry. Johnny and Amy will make it. Yes. I think they will make it. And they I have the I'm highest, very, they have the highest odds. Probably. <laughs> we'll say that. Kenneth and Brittany, we do see some issues with them, but I think... I think that if it's, you know, if it can work itself out, I think they might make it work. I don't have enough information about them yet to really say if I think it might work out. I'm hopeful, but I just Mm -hmm. feel like of all the couples, we got the least time with them. Yes. And the least information about them. So I need to know more. Um, But I definitely, Laura and Jeremy are a big no. No. And I'm praying AD wakes up. I would not be surprised if Jimmy and Chelsea went through with it. Really? 
I, if they make it, if they make it, but I, I really think... don't, I don't know. I just feel like every year, one couple that you're like, really, you guys did it. Okay. There's always, there's always one that we, we thought was so dysfunctional. And then it turns out it was much better. I think than that's going to be AD and clay. Oh, okay. I think if she, I think that if he's receptive to therapy and receptive to change and he really Guys, I really do think he loves her. I, you know what I mean? I, I No, I, I think I, he loves what she will give him, which is a mommy, <laughs> validation, and some kind of structure. Because I think that probably he gets maybe from his own mommy and maybe from the people around him. Hey, Clay, you're 30. What's going on? Are you going to settle down? Are you going to be dad? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think right. this is all about his fight against not wanting to be his father. So in his mind, if I get married, if I settle down to this beautiful woman, I'm a king, she's a queen. I think in his mind, he thinks everything that will, that, that will make me not want to cheat. And I think he'll be cheating right away. Well, I'm going to hold out hope for them. Okay. I, I because I think AD I, just deserves so much better. I really do. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, res- I'm reserving judgment, okay. but, uh, but Chelsea and Jimmy, absolutely not. Okay. There's oh, there's always there's always an outlier. There's always an outlier. So it might be Clay. It might remember be Clay Lydia and, and Marshall. I think they're still together. <laughs> you know, I mean, some of these people. Oh, Lydia and yeah, is that his name? Marshall? Marshall? Was that his name? It was a really goofy. More the, Milton. 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 With the M. Um, yeah, I think they're still together. And yeah, yeah. Going. What the? Ha- what the? Huh? Uh huh. So. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There's always this couple that it's like, once you find out in the reunion, you're like, oh, you're a bit more normal than we thought you were. They made you out to be a little bit crazier. But anyway, yeah, you're right. It may be Adian. Anywho, so thank you so much for tuning in. If you like this podcast, if you haven't already, please give us a five-star rating and review. Um, It really does help us out. And... um, uh, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe and go follow us on Psych Legal Pop at Instagram and TikTok. And I think, is that it? Is that all the information? Tell a yeah. friend, spread the word of, of Psych Legal Pop wherever you can. And we have, you know, Tuesdays we're continuing our coverage of um, Sister Wives. And then Thursdays we're going to be covering Love is Blind and some other things along the way. So, yeah. Okay. We'll see you all next time. All right. Bye. Bye.